Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and today I'm beginning a new series, which I've titled The Right Kind of Faith. And this uh, little devotional this morning, I've titled Introduction to the Right Kind of Faith. Through the years, there has been a debate in evangelical circles about the nature of saving faith. All true Christians agree that we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. We all agree on justification by faith alone. The great issue is over what constitutes the nature of saving faith. The debate revolves around what is involved in a saving faith response to Christ. More specifically, the issue is over the lordship of Christ. Must one accept Christ as personal Lord as well as Savior, or is it sufficient to merely accept Christ as Savior? This is the great debate. My view is that in saving faith, a person believes on Christ as their personal Lord as well as personal Savior. I have dubbed the view that says one need not accept Christ as Lord in order to be saved as the Lordless Gospel. At best, such a gospel is incomplete, and, as, and an incomplete gospel, if presented as the full gospel, in reality is a false gospel. The great issue in salvation is the right kind of faith. Well, after 38 years of full-time ministry, my heart is full. The hallmark of my ministry has been verse-by-verse study through the books of the Bible. I've had the privilege to expositionally teach through the entire Bible and some books more than once. The result of this inductive study of the whole counsel of God has deepened me in my conviction that the glory for our salvation belongs only to God, that there is a mysterious tension between God's sovereignty and human responsibility, and that we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. But it must be the right kind of faith. One of the great issues throughout the church age has been the debate over the nature of true saving faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So the issue of faith is the critical issue in life. Hebrews 11.6 In my mind, of all the specialized studies I've committed to uh, through the years, this one was most important. As a young man, I gave two full years to this study in a concentrated manner as I studied the entire Bible as hard as I could concerning what it teaches regarding the nature of saving faith. The result of that study was the first edition of this work back in 1990. I then built on that study for over 30 years, and this revised work is a result of that prolonged day-in and day-out study. I consider it to be the greatest study of my life. I sincerely hope it presents me approved unto God as a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The great exam is yet to come. It makes me tremble. Salvation is by grace through faith in Christ. Period. However, having said this, I believe that multitudes of people who call themselves Christian, including many in evangelical churches, have a faulty view of faith, and to be more specific, of saving faith. I believe that many people that call themselves believers do not in fact have a saving faith and are in truth on their way to an eternal hell. This is of great concern. Moreover, many, including evangelicals, today are propagating a gospel that lends itself to this tragic 
tragic situation. They preach a faith that is void of repentance. They may stress the work of Christ, but neglect the person of Christ. To them, faith is a passive concept and not an active concept, and so they neglect to put an emphasis on the will. Many evangelicals in reality hold to a view that sees intellectual assent as equivalent to saving faith. Receiving forgiveness is stress, but not receiving the giver. They seem to claim that saving faith may in all practical terms remain alone. While the Reformers affirm that faith and faith alone saves, but the faith that saves does not remain alone. The pseudo-faith a bogus or incomplete gospel fosters is of great concern. To add works of any kind to grace is to be condemned in the strongest of terms. But likewise, a faith that claims to be saving but doesn't involve a change of mind which results in a change of nature and therefore a changed life is to be equally condemned. The result is the same. They go to an eternal hell. Again, we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, but it must be the right kind of faith. A true saving faith is a life-changing kind of faith. Titus 1.16 says they profess to know God, but in works they deny Him, being abominable, disobedient, and disqualified for every good work. James 2.19 says, You believe there is one God? You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. It's not enough to merely have an intellectual assent. We must have a faith in our heart that is a life-changing faith. 